Welcome to our service of morning prayer for this Sunday, Mothering Sunday. Our first hymn is Lord of All Hopefulness. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. And also with you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We have come together in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek the forgiveness of our sins, that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. Jesus says, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. So let us turn away from our sins and turn to Christ, confessing our sins in penitence and faith. Lord God, we have sinned against you. We have done evil in your sight. We are sorry and repent. Have mercy on us according to your love. Wash away our wrongdoing and cleanse us from our sin. Renew a right spirit within us and restore us to the joy of your salvation. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And so the collect for <clears throat> Mothering Sunday... God of compassion, whose son Jesus Christ, the child of Mary, shared the life of a home in Nazareth, and on the cross drew the whole human family to himself. Strengthen us in our daily living, that in joy and in sorrow we may know the power of your presence, <clears throat> to bind together and to heal, through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. <clears throat> Amen. Our first reading is taken from the first book of Samuel in chapter 1. Hannah conceived and bore a son. She named him Samuel, for she said, I have asked him of the Lord. The man, Elkanah, and all his household went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and to pay his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, as soon as the child is weaned, I will bring him, that he may appear in the presence of the Lord and remain there forever. I will offer him as a Nazarite for all time. Her husband Elkanah said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only may the Lord establish his word. So the woman remained and nursed her son until she weaned him. When she had weaned him, she took him up with her along with a three-year-old bull, an ephah of flour and a skin of wine. She brought him to the house of the Lord at Shiloh, and the child was young. Then they slaughtered the bull, and they brought the child to Eli. And she said, Oh, my Lord, as you live, my Lord, I am the woman who is standing here in your presence, praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me the petition that I made to him. Therefore I have lent him to the Lord, as long as he lives. He is given to the Lord. She left him there for the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our second reading is taken from Paul's letter to the Colossians, 
beginning in chapter 3 at verse 12. As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, meekness and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against another, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in the one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teach and admonish one another in all wisdom, and with gratitude in your hearts sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory be to thee, O Christ. Standing near the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing beside her, he said to his mother, Woman, here is your son. Then he said to the disciple, Here is your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her into his home. home. This is the Gospel of Christ. May I speak in the name of the Lord. Sometime in the early spring, the geese that we used to keep, the lady geese anyway, began to lay eggs. And at first they were scattered around our paddock. But then at a certain moment, known only to the lady goose, she decided to gather up straw into a nest in the corner of one of the sheds, and lay in a more orderly fashion. And there she sits, for never less than thirty days, and sometimes much longer. Very occasionally she may pop out for a drink, <coughs> or a blade of grass, but mainly she sits there the whole time, not eating, not drinking, but shuffling straw, rearranging the eggs in the nest, and repelling all potential invaders, real or imagined, with fierce hissing. Here is a model of a mother's dedication. She gives up all wandering, foraging, socialising, sunbathing, even drinking and eating, to hatch her chicks. But then, as we all know, hatching is only the beginning. After that, we have to be taught to eat, crawl, toddle, walk, talk, dress, use a knife and fork, in fact, an endless list of things just to be ready to think about flying the nest. Most often it is our parents, and often particularly our mothers, who provide the inspiration for all these things. We know very little about Jesus' upbringing, apart from a short incident, only recorded by Luke, about Jesus as a boy in the temple in Jerusalem. Otherwise the Gospels are quiet about his home life. It must, though, have been, as with all of us, vitally important. And we see his care for his mother in our Gospel reading, when even in the last hours of his agony, torment and death, he makes sure that she will be cared for. And from that hour, the disciple 
took her into his own home. There is much in that phrase, into his own home. It is one of those very human moments in the Gospels when the characters come off the page and live alongside us. Suddenly John is a real person and he has a home and one that Jesus recognises. Shortly after I had started secondary school, I was somehow persuaded to take part in the school production of The Merchant of Venice. Let me say at once that I was not a precocious Shylock, but a simple urchin. I was not even the first urchin, but one of three or four practically invisible and silent urchins who occupied a small, far-flung corner of the stage. Nevertheless, for this important role, I was compelled to attend the interminable after-school rehearsals, which meant that I missed the usual transport home and had to fight the mysteries of the National Bus Company timetable to take the bus, once found, to the end of our road, when I would have to walk the three-quarters of a mile home from the bus stop late in the black, cold, winter's night. Ah, oh, I hear you say... I hope you're playing your violins. But in any case, I was hungry, cross and frustrated at squandering so much time for two moments of throwing imaginary stone marbles on the corner of the set that I was perfectly sure no one would ever notice. Now, our house then had a kitchen window which on rounding a corner could be seen from some distance away. I distinctly remember on one of these nights walking along grumbling and groaning aloud to myself about how much I hated this whole theatre business and wishing that I had never started it, when suddenly the kitchen window came into view and I realised that the golden square of light meant something special, that it was home and that more than anything else I wanted to be there. Mary, in her terrible bereavement, in the frightening days to come, would need a safe place somewhere where you can escape the outside world, a place where you can pull up the drawbridge, a home. Such places are important to all of us, even when, like Mary, we are no longer children, and while they are often to be found in our parents' homes, in our modern, more complex world, they might be somewhere else, with our father with an adoptive parent, with a grandparent, with a spouse, maybe even a close friend. But wherever that is, I want this morning to give thanks to God. Firstly, for our mothers, for we all had a mother. But secondly, for that place where we feel safe and loved. For our home, for that place in our hearts where we want to be. And for all the people there that make it special for us. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, True God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, 
he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. And let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, we pray for your church in the world. We thank you for our archbishops and bishops who are leading us in challenging times. We thank you too for our buildings which stand in our villages as places of prayer, hope and solace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, we bring the whole world before you. We pray for the so many hundreds of thousands who have caught the coronavirus and for their families right across the world. We thank you for the abatement we have seen in China. May we learn from one another in this global kiss you and may we come together. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray especially for all health workers in hospitals, surgeries and care homes. As they bear a burden for all of us, we pray for your protection upon them, that they may be able to be with those who need them most. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father of all, we pray for all those who are ill. In this parish we include Chris and Elodie and Barbara, as well as all those who are feeling anxious at this time. Lord, draw alongside them, calm our fears. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring before you the families and friends of those who have recently lost loved ones. In particular, we pray for the family of Millie Carey. Lord, walk with those who mourn, particularly when now they may not be able to be with the friends and family who they need. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, on this Mothering Sunday, we offer special thanks for motherhood and for all the things which we individually understand by that idea. Let us all give thanks to those, whoever they are, who nurture us and care for us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We join together, please, in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. We conclude our service with a blessing and the grace. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in the knowledge and love of God.
and of his Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be among you, be with all those you love, and remain with you always. Amen. And we say together the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen.